0: Hello, friends. Surprise, surprise. No intro music today because we're jumping straight into this episode. It's going to be incredible. You're going to hear from Susan and hear her story. And I think so many of you are going to connect with it. It's just absolutely incredible. So here's the thing. If you experience a lot of turmoil and stress in your head around food and your body and your health or just losing weight in general, then you do not want to miss this episode. If you would say you have like perfectionist tendencies and the kind of that all or nothing mindset then you do not want to miss this episode. Susan has so much incredible wisdom to share. She's been through such an incredible journey and and just has made so much progress. So without further ado let's roll that interview. But first first a quick little side note mark this date on your calendar. I heard from you guys and we are doing it again. We're going to do another live interactive class. I'm going to do another live interactive class with you. January 20th, that is a Thursday, Thursday, January 20th at 8 p.m. Mark it down. Plan to be there. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. Thursday, January 20th, I promise I will get you set up. I will help get you set up for incredible success in the new year. Now, roll the interview. You're going to love it. All right, guys, I'm super excited today to interview Susan. And one of the reasons I'm super excited is because her story is not the typical weight loss story that you might hear on the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. It's not the typical story that you would hear from my Inner Circle Coaching Group. And that's one of the primary reasons I ask her to come on and to talk about things and to answer some questions. So, Susan, welcome. Let's kick it off. Tell us just a little bit of your story. Anything you want to share about your life or your health or your weight loss journey or what you've tried in the past, or your mindset, or anything. So the floor is yours, my dear. Go for it.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much, Corey, for having me on. I'm, it's such an honor. I can't even tell you what. Um, just uh, my own story is that when I was little, I never really struggled with my weight. I didn't have weight problems until I was an adult. And when I was a kid, I could actually eat very large volumes of food. I was kind of known for that. Like I remember being at an all you can eat sushi buffet and, um, a stranger came up to me and said, where are you putting it all? Are your legs hollow? <laughs> so like I, I ate so much that just, you know, random strangers would stop in an all you can eat place and marvel at how much I could eat. <laughs> um, so that was sort of my, my thing. I just always ate a lot and there were no consequences to it when I was little. Um, and then, you know, college kind of same thing, after college I went to medical school and the stress levels started to get a little bit higher. Um, and after that I was in residency. So after medical school residency is kind of like training uh, before you're fully practicing independently. And the hours were kind of crazy. Like I, I was often doing a 30 plus hour shift where I would come in in the morning at like 6 AM one day and not leave until the next day in the afternoon. Um, and you know, who knows when you're going to be able to eat during that time. A lot of times there was no sleep during that shift. Um, and I was, I'm a pediatrician. So I was taking care of like sick and sometimes dying children. So it was a very stressful kind of environment. Hmm. And a lot of times I would just eat when I did eat, I would eat like as much as I could, because I didn't know when the next time I would could eat would be. And if I was hungry in the middle of the night during a shift, I would just eat whatever was available. So if that was cookies or chips or whatever, basically anything I could grab and just keep going. Um, and so there was a lot of, I think in that time eating to kind of just deal with the stress. Um, and that carried on after I, I finished residency, just any time life was, was Challenging, that's how I would deal with it, is just kind of eating to soothe things. And so my weight started as I got older, and especially once I hit 40, my body was like, I can't do this <laughs> this way anymore. Um, so sometimes my weight would kind of go up and sometimes it would go down. And anytime I kind of saw it starting to go up, I would kind of get into this mode of like, well, we got to bring it back down. Um, whatever the cost. So let's try different things. So I would I tried like Nutri System, I tried slim fast, I tried juicing like fruits and vegetables juicing not like steroids juicing but like (laughs) you know I tried all these different things and usually it would work like I would my weight would go back down and then I could go back to doing whatever I was doing before and kind of go back to normal life and so that's kind of how I lived as I continued to get older it didn't work as well anymore and um the medical issues started to, you know, I I had blood pressure issues, I had some joint issues and things like that. And um, I kind of was like, well, this isn't working anymore. And so I would just kind of try to go harder, you know, like, try something, there's got to be something more extreme, there's got to be something I can do to get this weight back down to where I'm comfortable. And my weight wasn't hugely fluctuant; like I would probably within a 15- pound window, which is probably not a big deal for a lot of people. I'm only 5'1". So when I get to that upper end of 15 pounds, people notice and people say things sometimes. Um, And so it's it's noticeable, but it's not like a huge fluctuation. But what I think I noticed most was that my brain started to get confused and frustrated just with this whole process. Um, And I would, I finally noticed that I could eat the healthy food and do the chicken breast and and, and broccoli and be really frustrated with it because I felt very restricted, like it didn't taste good. I hated it, but this is what I have to do to get my blood pressure under better control and to lose weight. Or I could eat the indulgent food that I wanted, and then I would hate myself afterwards because like, how can you do that? You're a doctor you know better. Like, how can you eat these terrible things and do such terrible things to your body and just beat myself up? So eventually got to this place where it was just turmoil in my head all the time around food. Um, and like, I was scared to eat. Not that I ever like had an eating disorder or anything like that, but I was, I knew that that turmoil was coming every single time I would eat and it was miserable. I was like, so unhappy with that. Um, and then, and so then I came to you and you fixed it and everything's great now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. It's process, but you know, but that's kind of where I came to um, find you.
0: So, so, oh my gosh, there's, there's so much guys, this is amazing. So there's so much golden stuff in there and I'm going to go back and touch on a few points. I don't, uh, I was frantically making some notes here of things I wanted to go back to, but first Susan. So just to be clear, um, did you listen to the podcast? Is that how you eventually joined the inner circle?
1: Yeah. So I listened to the pod. So I was in another one of those, like, there's got to be something, there's got to be a motivation that's going to get me to lose this weight and for like, and, and just change my life. And so I like, I browsed for like weight loss motivation podcasts and I found your podcast. I listened to the first episode. It's about how you don't have to be perfect. And it was like this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Cause my whole life I've tried to be perfect, like a perfect mm-hmm. kid, perfect student, perfect doctor, perfect everything. And I was pretty good at being all of those things, Mm -hmm. Um, but with food and weight, I couldn't figure it out. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was just getting worse um, every year. And then when I found your podcast, I was like, oh my God, there's a way that I can do this without being perfect. Um, And so then like a lot of your listeners, I started binge listening to all of your podcast episodes. And then eventually I emailed you and then I decided to, to try the inner circle
0: to take the plunge and drink the Kool-Aid.
1: Yes, I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me, re, re, man, Susan and I have had such a wonderful time in, in, inside the inner circle. We, we have a lot of funny stories and, and we're going to share some of those, but first I want to go back over a few things that Susan said that I think are huge. And I really want to point out with her weight loss story. I am so confident. So many listeners, so many of you guys and gals can, will see yourself in that. She said, you know, I would do something like I would notice my weight going up and I would do something to bring it back down. And typically it would work. And then this is what she said. She said, then if it was not working, if something, she tried something, maybe she'd used in the past and it wasn't working. She said, I would think, oh, I just got to go harder. I've got to find something more extreme, something more intense. You know, I've got to do more. And isn't that the story of so many of you, of so many of us? It's like, okay, I can't just do something simple. It has to be hard. It has to be extreme. It has to be more, more intense, more whatever in order to get the results I want. When in reality, guys, that we're going, (laughs) I understand the rationale behind that. I understand the logic, but that is the very thing that is standing between you and big time, long-term results. And that's one of the things that uh, I've coached Susan with, and she's learned as that the longer she's been inside the group, and it really goes against the grain of what we've kind of, you know, installed into our brain and the beliefs that we've had. She not only said that, she went on to say, This was, man, this was so big. This was huge, Susan. I don't know if you realize it. Anyway, she said, I could do it, but hated it. That's what. So she was talking about eating healthy food. She's like, Yeah, I could eat nothing but grilled chicken and broccoli. I could do that. I could force myself to do it, but I hated it. Like I hated the process. And then she said, Or I would indulge and hate myself. So, guys, do you see how this is a massive lose lose? She was either doing some extreme, super strict diet and she hated it. She hated the diet and it made her miserable or she indulged and she hated herself. And that, that's the definition. That is all or nothing. <laughs> it was either, she was all on eating nothing, but you know, grilled chicken, broccoli, whatever, super, super healthy foods all in. And she hated it or nothing. I'm going to indulge in all this crazy food and then I hate myself for it. And then she wrapped that up with such a powerful statement she said it got to the point where there was turmoil in my head all the time around food oh, oh my gosh susan i bet you 75% or more of the listeners have that exact same experience like they're probably nodding their head right now saying amen because so many of the people that reach out to me via email or you know on social media or whatever this is one of the biggest things they're like oh my gosh there's just i just I can't imagine having space in my head. Like if I, if I wasn't always stressed about food and there wasn't always this turmoil in my head about food, I can't imagine what I would do with that space and energy in my life because it takes up so much. That was kind of your experience, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm a very, it's just easier to be all or nothing a lot yeah. of times, you know, like <laughs> black or white kind of keeping things in categories like that is, is simpler for my brain but it's just not how life normally is and trying to learn how to let that go and and be able to be happy kind of in the middle is um it's a skill and it's something I'm still learning um Mm -hmm. but it's definitely something that I had to I had to break because it was making me completely miserable
0: Mm. oh my goodness oh Guys, this episode may go like an hour and a half long. I don't know if Susan keeps spitting out gems like that. So, so guys, don't miss this. She said, you know, all or nothing is easier. And so here's the thing. Don't miss this. And this is, these are things that Susan and I have talked about in the group. Our perception is definitely that all or nothing is easier. And here's why. I'm going to explain to all of you and, and, and Susan why we have that perception. We have that idea. Because with all or nothing, all of our questions are answered. At we know if it's all, well, we know what that means. I'm going to eat nothing but chicken and broccoli or whatever. You know, I'm going to exercise every day or get up and walk every morning, whatever. With when we're at the far end of the spectrum with all, we know what that means. All the questions are answered. So we don't have to make any questions or we don't have to make any questions. We don't have to make any decisions. We don't have to answer any questions. Now, if we swing to the other end of the spectrum with nothing, again, all of our questions are answered. No, I'm not going to eat grilled chicken and broccoli. Are you kidding? I'm not doing that right now. I'm enjoying myself. Heck no, I'm not going to go work out. I'm not doing that right now. So all of our questions are answered when we're at either end of the all or nothing spectrum. Once we wade into the middle, into what seems like the murky middle, suddenly then we have to start answering questions because it's our responsibility to balance ourselves to balance things out. Think of it like the old school seesaw on a playground, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? Like the thing where there's, you know, uh, it's a, it's like a long, basically like a long board or a long pole and, you know, people sit on each end and they go up and down and up and down. If it's just you and you're sitting on one end, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> Everything's answered. If you go sit on the other end, you just sit there. You don't have to do anything. Well, if you walk on that board or that pole to the middle, you have to balance yourself. And there's constant, adjust, constant adjustments back and forth, back and forth. That's living in the middle. My friends, that is the only way that you will ever have true long-term success. It's the only way you will ever truly enjoy life and enjoy the process of losing weight. And what man, Susan said it so beautifully, it is a skill. And if you don't have the skill, it seems odd and it seems uncomfortable, but once you begin to learn and develop and cultivate that skill, it's magical, it's huge. And that's why I call it the magical middle. So, okay, enough from me, Susan, I'm so sorry. You got me fired up. So um, let's see, what, what do we want to go with here? So I guess share anything in relation to any of this you want to Susan. So when you think back about all your previous attempts with diet and weight loss and so forth and all those things what drove you nuts about it? Like what was really really frustrating or and or kind of linked into that, why did you think wait a minute, this Corey guy and this whole inner circle thing might be a good good solution? This might be different or did you just think it was one of the things that would help you kind of get your weight back down?
1: Yeah. Um I think what drove me crazy was that there are all these promises that um, if you just do this, you just follow this program, everything is going to get fixed in your life. And so I'd go in all excited and try the program, and like it was impossible for me to follow it perfectly. And then the result of that, instead of saying, "Well, maybe the program isn't the right program for me," instead I would just be like, "Well, I'm a loser," you know. Um, and so, it, it was just a very kind of up and down experience, and very frustrating, and always ended up being negative for me about myself. Um, and I just thought that was that's how it's supposed to be. That's how that's how it goes. Um, when I listened to your podcast, I realized. Maybe Corey has a different way, either that or it's just a gimmick, like, you know, um, like there's so many different things out there and everybody says that their program works. Um, But the thing that really changed it for me personally was I listened to your program for a while and then I had emailed you because I was just like, well, maybe this program would work for me. Maybe it's not for me because I, I don't have a ton of weight to lose or anything, but I'm just trying to fix what's going on in my brain. So I emailed you and asked if this program would be a good fit. And I don't think I ever told you this actually, but you wrote back to me and you said, Hey, Susan, check out this link. And that was it. And I was so annoyed (laughs) because I just rolled my eyes at that. And I told my husband like, my gosh, I told this guy all about my problems. And he responds with this stupid link. That's probably just a link to his website that I've already looked at. Like, Oh, this is so annoying. And then I clicked on the link and I heard your voice say, hey, Susan. And I almost passed out because I was just like, oh, my God, this was not a link to your website. You had recorded a personal voice message for me to address all of my questions personally. And I was just like, wow, if this if this person I don't know if you still have time to do that. So if everybody starts emailing you and is (laughs) like, I expect a personal message back from Corey (laughs) every time it may not happen. But at the time, this was over like a year ago. You did that for me. And I, I felt like, gosh, if if he can address my personal concerns and not just put me into a cookie cutter program, like then maybe this is something that could work. Um, and I, from listening to your podcast, I could tell, like, you actually know what you're talking about, about nutrition. You know what you're talking about, about um, athletics. And you also understand people, like the way that our brains work and how it's just not it's, it's complicated sometimes and you know how to understand that and un, kind of untangle it. Um, and so that's why I decided to try.
0: That is so very kind of you to say, Susan, and I, I appreciate those words. Uh, now I have to pay Susan extra money at the end of this episode <laughs> for, all, for saying all of those nice <laughs> things. So no, I, I, I don't think you ever did tell me that. And, and I do remember, um, I do remember sending you that. And part of the reason I sent you that, Susan, you know, if someone just shoots an email and they're like, Hey, Give me some more information about the inner circle. Well, we, we, well, we'll do that and we'll take care of that. But Susan wrote, if I remember correctly, like she wrote and she kind of bared her soul a little bit. And she shared a lot of what was going on in her brain and in and, and her life. And I'm, I, am I remembering that right?
1: I think so. I'm kind of a soul bearer in general. So probably <laughs> like, I t- I tend to just vomit out all my problems. So yeah, that's probably what I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. So I am, I am remembering that right. And lo- That's one of the things I love about Susan. And so when I got that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this, this is, I can't, I mean, I, I have to, I have to respond to this in this way, you know? And, and so I'm so happy. I had no idea that you were so frustrated about the stupid, you know, what you thought was a website link there for a minute. So I'm happy that <laughs> I'm happy it wasn't a website link. But um, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, so so here's, here's the thing. Susan, she touched on something there and she said it kind of quickly and in passing, but I don't want you guys to miss this. At the beginning of the episode, I said one of the reasons I wanted to have Susan on is because her story is kind of different and it's kind of a different situation a lot of the people that joined the inner circle coaching group, their primary number one goal, man, I really want to reclaim my health. I want to get my cholesterol down. I want to lose weight. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose 50 or 70 or a hundred or whatever. And for Susan, it didn't take long. I think, and, and Susan, you correct me. If, if I'm off base here, but I'm, coming into the program, I felt like you knew that there was a lot of turmoil in your head around food, but it seemed like to me when you first came into the program, your primary goal was in your, in your brain at that point was still kind of weight loss. It it struck me that you kind of felt, okay, if I can lose this 10 or 15 pounds, then everything will be better. And maybe this guy can teach me how to do that. But then as we began kind of working through the process and you attended coaching calls and we got to talk and, you know, go back and forth and I, I, and I was able to coach you, it became apparent to me and you agreed like, wait a minute, your number one goal isn't weight loss. It's not about this 10 pounds. Your number one goal is to overcome the bully in your brain. So is is my recollection of that correct?
1: Um, Sort of. And that when I first joined, I actually was at my goal weight. I had, I had oh, white knuckled okay. it down and I had gotten to my goal weight. And what you told me in that voicemail was how are you going to keep it off? Hmm. Um, and I realized like, I don't, really have any tools to be able to make sure I don't go back into this cycle again Um, but when I joined you know I was going to be the perfect client so I was going to do everything exactly the way that you told me to and so I think at the beginning my goal was to do everything exactly the way that the program uh, suggests that I do it and then we got to starch free dinners (laughs) And so, and then it came, all came to a screeching halt. And this was the (laughs) famous time I tried to, I wanted to punch you in the face. Okay, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. So guys, don't miss this. So we're, we're on a coaching (laughs) call and Susan's been in the group. I don't know, maybe a month or so, maybe four, four ish weeks. And so our relationship's relatively new and we get on a coaching call and she said, Corey, when I got to this part of the program, I literally wanted to punch you in the face. She's like, I think, I think you may, you may have even told me that you still wanted to punch me in the face. And this was on a coaching call. And it was, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. How do I respond to this? I'm glad this is, this is on zoom. So it, but it was so wonderful and it turned out to be such a fun thing. And, and we, we joke about it now. So I'm sorry. Continue Susan.
1: No, no. Um, it, the, the reason for that was I could follow all of the, the steps to that point. But when you get to um, taking away my carbs at dinner or taking away any of my carbs, period, that's when I get into (laughs) fighting shape, right? So um, when you said that in the program, I was so upset because I was just like, he said this would be easy. He said this would be fun. Like taking away my carbs is not fun. And I was just so upset about it. And I think because I was so upset, I realized that's not normal to be that upset about mm-hmm. carbs. And so we started talking about it. And within that conversation, you kind of pointed out how um, my primary goal was not weight loss. And so the starch free dinner was not necessarily something I have to keep fighting with and be upset by. It's more trying to figure out what was going on in my brain and just mm-hmm. untangling all of that. And so that that's I think when I started to realize like it's not about following the program steps perfectly it's about fixing the bully in my brain or or learning how to deal with it so that when the bully does come up I know how to talk it back down I know how to move forward Um, and so that's when that became the new focus and and that's exactly what I wanted to do and that's exactly what I should have been doing too.
0: That is, that is exactly how it happened. And um, so a, a few things related to what Susan just said. Number one, guys, whatever you do, please don't misunderstand it and think, oh, wow. Okay. I, I understand now Corey's nutritional approach is low carb. Like he, he takes away all your carbohydrates step-by-step. Step. Susan, is that true?
1: That is absolutely not true. You've given me permission to eat whatever carbs that <laughs> I, I need to eat, yes. you know? So, and it, it depends on, I think, the person's goals. And that's what I think is great is that you tailored it to what I needed.
0: Yes, absolutely. So that was the first thing I wanted to say. The second thing I wanted to say was something that Susan pointed out and, and kind of alluded to. So guys, inside the Inner Circle Coaching Program and, and through using my Live Life Set Program, we do kind of two distinct things. We, we kind of have a two-pronged attack. We begin to change your daily habits, like what you're eating and drinking and, and like activity wise, what you're doing on a daily basis. We begin to do that step by step. But then also we begin to really work on the mental side of things, as you can imagine, right? You guys, if you, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me talk about that enough. So we begin to chip away at the mental side of things and becoming more aware of what the in your brain saying and how that's impacting your emotions and how that's impacting your actions and all these, all these different things. And so that was exactly kind of where we were at where we were at in that process with Susan. And, and obviously you can tell from the conversation we've had thus far, the much bigger obstacle and much bigger goal for Susan was, wait a minute, let me dig into all this mental stuff and overcome the bully in my brain. Let me figure out how to, to beat the bully basically. And so Susan, if we fast forward to now, um, kind of, what would you say is, what would you say is most different for you? Or maybe throughout the you know, your time in the coaching program, what, what surprised you most or most, or what's been the biggest, like aha game changer realization for you?
1: Um, there's so many things. I think the biggest difference is just that I have more peace in my mind. And I think I'm one of those people who on the outside kind of looks calm most of the time, but on the inside, it's just, it's crazy. Like it's always constantly going. Um, and so to have that kind of turmoil with food, then that means there's a constant turmoil because you're always, you know, thinking about what to eat and then stressing about it. And so now I don't, I don't really stress about it anymore. Um, it's not, it's something that I feel like um, it's still a process. I still don't, I don't still don't eat perfectly. Um, but like, for example. And I'm very excited. Past, I'm-
0: I'm very excited that you don't eat perfectly because that's the whole thing we've been moving you away from, right? All or nothing, exactly. perfectionism.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and the holidays just passed. I indulged greatly, um, probably more than I should have. And I think normally that would have launched me into a New Year's resolution, find something extreme, do something, get the weight back. Now I feel like it was the holidays. I enjoyed myself. Um, and I can, I have the tools to scale it back now and, and be okay. And I, I haven't beat myself up really at all for, um, for the eating. And that's like, I feel like weight loss is great. Um, and we celebrate everybody that needs to lose weight and does, I can't, I can't give you a number to show what that means to me, but I can't really quantify either what how important that is for me that there's more peace of mind now you know
0: um i don't it's like i don't know what credit card it is you know the credit card commercials that like list things out and then they you know the final thing they list they say priceless you you know what i'm talking about susan
1: yeah 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 totally
0: Yeah. So I don't remember either. (laughs) Okay, good. It makes me feel better. Somebody, I guarantee you, there's a bunch of listeners going, Oh, I know. I know that's MasterCard or Visa or whatever. Anyways, but guys, that's, that's it. Like, don't, don't miss what Susan just said. I don't care if you're listening and you're like Susan and you're 10 or 15 pounds overweight and you're like, man, I just want to get rid of this. Or if it's 30 or if it's 50 or hundred or 150, you, there is no price. There is no price you can put on peace of mind when it comes to your food, when it comes to your body and when it comes to your health. And sure, if you're listening and you're hundred or 150 pounds overweight, you're amazing. And I love you and you're beautiful, but yes, you want some more peace of mind with your health. So we want to work to lose that weight. I get it. Totally. I support you and we will do that. But the thing that we also want to do that we also want to accomplish is to give you peace of mind when it comes to food and to to help you overcome the bully in your brain and that little negative voice. Because otherwise it doesn't matter how much weight you lose. It doesn't matter what numbers on the scale, you're still going to be miserable. I know so many people who are quote unquote skinny and they are miserable because of everything they did to get there and everything they're forcing themselves to do to stay there. Guys, there's so much more to life than just being skinny or just seeing a number on the scales. And that's one of the things that we'd really you know, work on and emphasize in the group. And that's one of the things I think that Susan is really, it's a place that she's gotten to that I think is so beautiful. And and it's been just an incredible progression to see Susan, as you've moved through, you know, coaching calls, and as you've listened and asked questions and moved through the program and just really had these massive realizations and, and every now and then setbacks as well, right? Like up and down and everything in between. But like, I can feel it, like even talking to you on this podcast, I can feel that That peace of mind that you have, whereas I can feel it just because you don't want to punch me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, my goodness. Okay, so let's 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 move forward. So, what's the number one thing that you want people to know? Like, if you were still out there listening, Susan, this you know, let's you're trading places. What would you want yourself to know? What would you want to say to the old version of yourself? And this does not need to be about the inner circle, guys. This is not like a sales pitch. Um, you know, just more so about the overall perspective and approach to food and weight loss and, you know, the mental aspect and everything.
1: I think um, the one thing that I keep having to remind myself and that I think is so important is that it's a skill. And and you just said it on the seminar last week, too. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a skill. <laughs> and because I, I forget all the time, because you think um, you just think that the people who are skinny are just naturally like that, or they have something that I don't have. They, they have some kind of natural ability or talent that I just don't have. And, and it feels impossible, but it's a skill that, that is learnable. And I would never, you know, judge a six-year-old for, for not being able to skateboard perfectly the first time they get on the skateboard, of course they're going to fall. Um, then of course too, as I learned this skill, I'm going to mess up too. And like you said, over the year, the year has been a hard year as it's been for pretty much everybody. Um, and there were setbacks and, and I mess up and, and fall down a lot of times, but it's still a skill and I'm learning the skill and I can learn a skill. And so I feel like anybody out there who feels like, now, this is impossible. Like working with the bully in your brain is impossible. Losing weight is impossible. It, it's not, it's a skill and it's learnable and you can do it. Um, and, and anybody can do it because anybody can learn a skill. And maybe some people are learn it faster than other people. And that's fine. Um, they also probably learned to skateboard faster than me. That's okay. You know? um, but we can, we can still get to our goal. Um, and if you think of it as a skill that is learnable, I think it, it just takes so much of the pressure out of it. Um, and it becomes something that's doable.
0: That's so incredible. And, and as you know, of course, I agree 100%, you know, and, and it's, it, it's not only, um, did you say it makes it more accessible? Was that the word you used?
1: I don't remember, but yeah, that sounds okay. right.
0: Yeah. well. <laughs> Either way, it makes it more accessible. It makes it more doable. But the other thing that I really believe is it also takes the mystique and the mystery out of it, right? Like one of the things you said when we you know, first started, whatever, 20 or 30 minutes ago, you were like, man, the, my brain was overloaded. There was just so, so much confusion. And so there's so many different things out there. And there are, I mean, my gosh, there's a million different diets and a million different approaches. And I, I saw an advertisement the other day about analyzing your genetic like your genetics in order to determine what foods are best and worst for you. And Hey, that's, that's great, but good grief, man. We're there's just so much out there and it's so complicated. And the realization of, wait a minute, this is a skill like riding a bike or riding a skateboard or learning to snow ski or whatever, or learning to dribble a basketball and shoot a free throw. So if I work at this, it won't be perfect, but I can learn it. So Susan, the only thing I would add to what you just said is you are imperfectly learning a skill, you know, like that's the thing, because I would argue the old Susan would say, wait a minute, I've got to learn this exactly right. And it's got to be perfect. And I've got to get it by a certain time. And now you've learned the beauty of living in the middle and developing that skill totally imperfectly along the way. And man, that's just, it's been a pleasure for me to watch. And it's man, I have absolutely loved having you in the group. So Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Anything else you'd like to share?
1: Um, I think it can be a frustrating process too. And I think, um, sometimes some of the people on your podcast, like I, I, I know them from the group and I'm just like, they're just so good. Like they, <laughs> they, they do everything just like they're supposed to. And they're seeing all these great results and they're so nice and like, they're just so good. And I feel like I'm this like person who tries to punch you in the face and like (laughs) argues about everything and stuff like but but you work with all of us you know what I mean and um even in the times when there's setbacks and there's frustration um I've found that as long as I'm honest with you about it that we can work through it um and so I you know if there's anybody out there who is thinking about joining or whatever like it as long as you participate, um, it's, it's, um, it's workable. Like you're going to be able to coach them through it and there was something else, but it it left my brain. So
0: that's okay. (laughs) If it comes back, you can jump back in, but I'm going to sling that right back at you, Susan, because guys and gals, here's the thing, whether you were to join my inner circle or whether you joined some other weight loss program or you hire some other coach or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I love you all the same, but the, the take home that, that I want you to not miss from what Susan shared right there she said, as long as you participate, my friends, as long as you show up for yourself, like I don't care if people are having incredible success in my program. I don't care if they're struggling, just show up. Because if you don't show up, I can't help. Like we can't help. We can't coach you. We can't, you know, answer your questions. And so the, the bully wants you alone. The bully in your brain wants you alone. They want you to disengage, whether you're doing Weight Watchers or Noom or you're working with a personal trainer or you join my inner circle or you're doing whatever, it doesn't matter. They want you to get frustrated, to get discouraged, and to disengage. That's what the bully wants. Because once you do that, you're disconnected from your source of support and encouragement and coaching. And then once you're disconnected, then you're on your own and you're all by yourself against the bully. So Susan, I commend you and I applaud you guys because Susan shows up. She she shows up for herself. She posts weekly check-ins. She attends coaching calls. She is there for herself. And sometimes she never says much. Sometimes she tells me she wants to punch me in the face and, and there's everything in between, but she shows up for herself and she's dedicated to this process. And that is why that's, what's needed to learn any skill. Right. But that is why Susan is learning this skill and she's been so successful. So Susan, anything else? Did that other thought come back to your mind?
1: I think it was that, um, and I don't want it to make it sound like I'm just trying to push people into your program. Cause I don't like, I don't like to act like a salesperson cause I'm not, <laughs> but, um, like you just said, the community of it, I think has been really important as well, because what I like about the community of the inner circle is that it's, um, it's gonna, they're gonna tell you the truth, but they're also just completely for you. And like, there's not that many places where everybody is completely for you, you know, like, there's people that you know, in your life, have other motives and sabotage things and whatever it gets complicated but in this group everybody just wants what's best and they're going to tell you the truth they're not just going to say things to just say things but um or just say things that you want to hear but they're gonna they want everything the best for you and Mm. I think that that's like part of the reason why I ran my first 5k in November was that like I knew that everybody was was knew that I could do it you know And see, I told you I would cry. (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) Um, But um, it helps you to do things that you thought you couldn't do when you have people that really believe in you. And so that's really meant the world to me. Mm. I'm going to stop now because. No, I'm ugly crying.
0: No. <laughs> so before we started this interview, Susan said, "I just hope I don't cry. I just want to say what I have to say and not cry." And I was like, "Susan, it's okay. Like you let it go. You cry if you need to, and it'll be fine." And so she made it almost, almost all the way. And and but it's, man, guys, I, you hear me talk about it. And and again, this is not a sales pitch. I want all of you to do what's best for you. I'm not trying to encourage you. You know, I want I want you to join my inner circle because I know that you'll be cared for and you'll be coached and you'll be, you know, it'll be a wonderful experience if you show up for yourself, but, but I don't want to pressure you into that. If you want to do something else, do something else. It's fine. But it is so wonderful, like hearing Susan's words, because man, our freaking inner circle group is amazing. And there's people from the beautiful thing to me, Susan, there's people from all over the place, right? There's, there's people from, you know, Australia and Ireland and throughout the United States and Canada and, um, Japan, and, you know, everywhere, and there's, you know, the white and black and Asian and, and, you know, European and whatever, everything in between, and hispa- Hispanic, all, everything, and it's just such a beautiful, wonderful place of community and support and love and encouragement, and man, I just, it's you guys, Susan, you're a part of that, part of the reason you receive that love in the group is because you give that love and that support to other people, and so, man, that's, like, I would love to say that I created that group. I mean, I wanted it to be that way, but it, it is that way because of you guys, because of all the wonderful members. So um, man, I, I salute you. Now, if you, let's see, let's see, I can, I can actually see Susan um, with the software we're using. So uh, Susan has stopped crying. Would you like, would you like <laughs> to come back and, and and round that out?
1: Um, I should have just said one less thing so that I could have gone through the whole thing without crying. But no, I mean, really thank you for um, changing my life in a lot of ways.
0: No, you're, you're, you're way too kind. You're, you're way too kind. Um, you changed your life, my dear. I just, I just got to be a small, small part of it. So I just thank God for that. I thank God that, uh, that I got to be a tiny part of your incredible, incredible story. And and I can't wait to see what's next for you. So thank you so much for your time, Susan. Thank you so much for being real and honest and just sharing your your heart and your stories and bearing your soul. Like we talked about earlier um, on today's episode, I'm 100% confident that a lot of people will get a lot out of it.
1: Thank you so much again for having me.
0: Oh my gosh. That was incredible. So amazing. Thank you so much, Susan, for your time. And if I had to guess so many of you connected with what Susan shared and you feel like you've been in her shoes in a lot of ways. So here's the thing, if you want to have a similar experience to what Susan's had, if you want to begin to really take steps to not only lose weight, but to change your life and to change the way you think about food and weight loss and to reduce your stress around those things, I have just the thing for you. And I'm not trying to sell you something, this is absolutely free. See, here's the thing, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably safe to assume you have some weight loss goals. It's also probably safe to assume that you're going to go after these goals big time in the new year. I totally understand, it makes sense. But here's what you might not realize. The options out there are endless, and you're about to be well, you probably really already are bombarded with tons of persuasive marketing from the diet industry. Figuring out what is legit and what is best for you can be really, really tough. And then just actually taking steps and getting started with anything can be totally overwhelming and confusing. Or maybe you're already doing something. You're like, Corey, I'm already doing program X, program Y, program Z. I can't figure out, though, is it sustainable? Is it what I need to be doing? This is exactly why I want to help. I am offering another free interactive live class. Like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, it's on Thursday, January 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Thursday, January 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let me be very clear about a few things. This is not some standard webinar. It is a live interactive class. Really, it's basically like a free coaching call with me. I'm going to explain a few things and then we're going to do a ton of Q&A. I'm going to tell you what the diet industry teaches you and kind of tries to trick you with. I'm going to explain three huge problems with the typical weight loss approaches that are out there. And then I'll explain the advantages and disadvantages to all of those approaches along with what I call the anti-diet approach. I'm going to tell you exactly what we do, why we do it, and how we do it. And I'll explain exactly who the anti-diet approach is perfect for, like who it's a really good fit for, and then who it's not a good fit for because it's not for everyone. And then, like I said, this is the maybe the best part. I will answer all of your questions live and in person. No food or workout supplement or weight loss topic is off limits. We will cover it all. So, again, this class is 100% free. It's 100% live and interactive. You have got nothing to lose. So if you want to lose weight and finally not gain it back, just go to... Put it. Register at that website and then put it on your calendar Thursday, January 20th at 8 p.m. I cannot wait to see you. God bless, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye.